What's up, AfterBuzzers? We're here for another episode of The Concert Experience, and we have KP in the house, so you do not want to miss it. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Loving it. We're listening to KP right now, everyone. This is KP playing. Yo, 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 yo. I'm so excited to have KP here. Um, so excited. I'm excited to be here. This is awesome. Yes. We're Go. friends. I'm so I'm I'm really excited to have a friend in here. My name is Abby Vega. I am your host today for the concert experience. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And it is my absolute pleasure to introduce my very talented friend who is also a songwriter, singer, and a producer. Give it up for KP. Hey, where can, where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under KP Page. Uh, Twitter is KP2Global. Instagram is twi- uh, KP2Global. So, yeah, just check me out, please. Yeah, everyone check them out. You won't regret it. We've been trying to plan this out for a little bit. We've been talking yeah. about getting together and working together. For some months now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's happening. I'm so excited. So... Let's start off talking about just a little growing up, like where are you from? Kind of give just your background story. What's your, what's your background here? Well, I'm from Fresno, California, and um, I grew up in church, you know, playing instruments, you know, and playing drums. And since I was like two years old, before I could probably walk, I was playing drums, you know. And, um, you know, that's kind of like my musical background, just growing up in the church, you know, it inspired a lot. You know, my dad was a singer, and um, so I kind of got that aspect from him. You know, my mom, she fiddles with it a little bit, you know, but like... <laughs> Yeah, I kind of learned everything in the church, and then from there, I just kind of just took my talents up more and kind of got into the songwriting and the producing and the artistry of it, you know? Yeah, did your did your parents kind of know, you said that you, you started playing instruments and stuff probably before you can walk or, you know, always, did they know that you had this musical gift? Did they assume that that's what you were going to end knew. up doing? They knew. Yeah, they knew. Like, I was in high school playing gigs, making like $700, $800 a week, you know? Like, wow. So, that's mom, impressive. <laughs> yeah, my mom already knew, like, this is what her son's going to do. You know, I play sports and stuff, but she, like, knew, like, my son's going to be a musician. Like, he's going to be something that has to do with music. Yeah. Know? I feel like parents always know best. Yeah, they know. You know, they just let you go on your own road a little bit. Yeah. But they know. I kids, know. Right you know? right when you get to where you, like, like where you are now, they're probably, your mom's probably thinking, you know, I knew this was going to happen. That's what she says all the time, too. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I could have predicted this when yeah. you were, we were young. So you mentioned you played some sports, too. What other things did you do just kind of, like, growing up? Um, Play football, basketball, you know, normal guy stuff, you know. Just the normal guy yeah, stuff? Yeah, just normal guy stuff, you know. Kind of, you know, veered off, you know, went down the wrong path a little bit here and there, you know, with the streets and, you know, just kind of got into a lot of different things that I shouldn't have gotten into, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you get older, you learn your lessons, you know, life kind of teaches you lessons, you know, it kind of whoops your butt a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, so now I'm just at a level where I'm just focused, I'm, I know what I want in life, and now I'm just going after that, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and you said you said you kind of got into some bad stuff, do you think that that probably, though, helps you now with your music and all of that, those experiences kind of helped you get where you are now? Definitely, because I feel like it was just a point in my life where I needed to go through that, you feel what I'm saying, to yeah. find out who I really am inside and kind of grow up you know because a lot of things that my boys are doing some not even really my boys but some people i see doing i've been through that already so it's mm-hmm. like i'm cool you know yeah now you, i could just got the tunnel vision yeah yeah <laughs> and now i mean i feel like we talk about this a lot you are you're just like on the right path you're like doing great stuff and i'm i love seeing that happen for you um so when 
when did you think you realized that music is obviously you always loved it but at what age do you think you said okay i'm gonna make this my career this is what i'm gonna do uh when i start making money (laughs) you feel what i'm saying like at first it was like all right i go to church go play drums yeah you know go play drums here and there you know mess with the homies but then when I got about 16, I started seeing, like, yo, I'm making money. I'm making more than my teachers. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. playing drums. So it was kind of like, that's when I kind of knew that, yo, this is where I need to go. You know, when I started seeing people that were mentors, you know, making millions of dollars, like, producing and songwriting. And then I'm like, yo, like, they're doing what they love. And they're living the life that, you know, most people dream of living. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're just doing what they love. So it's fun. You know what I mean? Like... So that's kind of when, like, 16 is kind of the age where I was like, yo, I need to be doing this right here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, seriously. So can you talk a little bit about what kind of gigs you were doing when you were that age? And what you, because you said that you were getting, you were making money at that point. Yeah. What kind of gigs and things were you doing? Um, just doing gigs at, like, bars, restaurants, um, weddings, you know, like, stuff like that. So were you, like, singing and playing instruments? I was just playing drums at oh, this time. I wasn't drums. even singing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't start singing until I was, like, 21. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like 20, 20, 21, yeah. So when did, so what made you want to start singing compared to just the drums? I feel like, well, I always, like, knew how to rap. You know what I mean? Ever yeah. since I was young, you know, I was, like, I used to rap all the time, freestyle in the car, and um, um, my, one of my business partners, Mark Harris, he was like, yo, man, you need to, like, you got, like, a dope flow, you know? And a guy named by the name of Hub Real out in Fresno, he was like, bro, like, you should be an artist. And then I was like, nah, man, like, you know, I always had a thing for ladies and stuff like that, you know, like, so... <laughs> That was always my thing, like, yo, I want to have all the ladies, and you know, you, you, yeah. you know, you, so, um, I don't know, I just was able to write songs, and I was able to write songs in a, a way that I felt like not too many people wrote from that aspect of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nursery rhyme songs, just things that are catchy, like, row, row, row your boat, you know, Mary Had a Little Lamb, that format is kind of what I kind of start writing in, you know what I mean? So, it had a cool little niche, and then I just started seeing my views go up, like, on YouTube, I put a song out, and overnight it had 20,000-something views. That's crazy. My first, yeah, my first record. And then um, Motown flew me to New York. You know what I mean? So, um, Whoa, talk about that a little. I woke up the next morning, literally the next day, I put this song out. Because I needed a singer. I wrote the song and I produced it, you know? And I needed a singer and nobody was around to sing the song. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm going to sing the song. <laughs> you know? And um, I sung it. I put it out, put it on YouTube. And people were just tweeting me like crazy. And then um, I had twenty like 24,000 views overnight. Wow. And this is in MySpace days. This is 2010, <laughs> you know? So... I, I wake up and I tell my mom, like, yo, Motown sent me a message on MySpace. And they're like, yo, this is uh, Nigel Mack was his name. He was A&R. He was like, yo, he just signed Kid Cudi. He was like, yo, I want to fly to New York. You know, Sylvia Rome, who was the president, wants to meet you. I'm like, no way. Like, this can't be happening, you know? So I told my mom or whatever, and, um, yeah, she called, and it was Motown. You feel what I'm saying? And they flew me to New York. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Offered me a deal, and I wasn't ready. I didn't want to be an artist. You know, I was just like, I want to be behind the scenes, but... Um, I came down and then I signed a deal with New Heights Entertainment, who's with Universal. You know, they had Lady Gaga. You know, they had a lot of big, big other names. And this is when Gaga was in her prime, you know. So, like, I was like, yo, this is where I want to be at. Yeah. And, you know, I signed a deal with them and made some money, moved to L.A. And, you know, I'm here. So when when did you get to what age were you when you moved to L.A.? Uh, I was the first time I moved out here. I was 18, fresh out of high school. Okay. I was still playing drums, though. I wasn't an artist or nothing yeah. like that. I was playing drums, producing, and, uh, you know, I was doing a lot of gigs with Bruno, you know, playing drums wow. with band. Yeah, so. 
with Bruno Mars. Yeah, Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. Yeah. What was that like? What what kind of gigs were you playing with him? Like it's clubs. Clubs. Yeah, like bars <laughs> in Hollywood and you know like in uh, Universal City Walk area. And, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And you were talking about so when you were 21 is when you started singing, correct? Yeah. Do you remember the first song you wrote? Yeah, it's called um, "She Likes Me." Do you and still do you still listen to that one? Uh, I haven't listened to it in a long time. Matter really? Of fact, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. That's because cr- the, the group that ended up getting that song from me was the Rangers. And I, I, like, you remember the jerking thing? Everybody was doing like the jerk dance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they were like the pioneers. Like they were like the biggest jerk group. So I ended up getting one of their singles. They got the song off of me. And it ended wow. up being one of their singles for their album. Yeah, that's crazy. And what? So, what would you say that your process is when you sit down to write a song? The process for me is just natural. You know, I just write what is on my mind. You know what I'm saying? I just write how I'm feeling. It could be anything. I could be feeling like turning up, and I'm gonna write a turn up record. You know, I could be <laughs> feeling heartbreak, and I'm gonna write a heartbreak record. Love, I could be writing about love. You know, so I kind of let life be my inspiration to writing songs. But I use the same format every time I write. I'm always thinking, Mary had a little lamb, twinkle, twinkle, little star, row, row, row your boat. Like, you know, I, I kind of call myself the nursery rhyme king. Wow. You know? That's a nice title. You should... Yeah. Nur- that's what you should go by. The nursery rhyme king? <laughs> no KP. The nursery no KP. rhyme king. Because I... It's crazy to me. I like love hearing about people writing because I don't think that I... I mean, yeah. it's a hard thing to do. It's... Um, do you ever find times where you have like a blockage and you can't? Or are you usually pretty inspired by something that you can get something out? I'm always inspired. So everything to me is a song. I think of life as a song. So whatever happens in my day, I will write about it or I will, or I would use it. I would use it for, for, for something. I don't know. You know, something has to yeah. do with music. I don't know. It could be a song title. It could be. But I always find inspiration in whatever I'm doing. Yeah. And do you have a favorite song that you have written this far that like you automatically if someone asked you it's like yes this song is my favorite i would say my favorite song right now is the single i got coming out okay and yeah. what what's it about it's what about would... you know the song is called bbh you know and um <laughs> what does that stand for big booty big booty hoes <laughs> love it big so, booty hoes yeah so what what was the process of writing that why is this your favorite well the process with this was crazy because one of my good friends for about 10 years uh his name is brody brown you know, he's uh, he's like 11, 12-time Grammy-nominated, multi-platinum producer. You know, he's did... Uh, Bruno... No big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no big deal at all. He did uh, CeeLo, you know, Bruno Mars. He just finished Bruno's whole album. He did Adele, Snoop and Wiz. Um, I mean, the list goes on. You know, he kind of hit me up on Instagram, matter of fact. And he was like, yo, give me a call, bro. So I called him. And then um, he was like, yo, I'm bringing you out to L.A. I was still living in Fresno at this time, you know. And um, he was like, yo, I'm bringing you to L.A., and we're gonna work on this record. You know, I got an idea, and I, he's like, I think it's gonna be a hit. So he brought me out here. You know, we worked for like five days straight on one song, and uh, we're here today. You know, with the record coming out October seventh. October seventh, yeah. everyone. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear it. Yeah, it's a dope record. Gonna jam in my car because I already got a KP CD in my car that I jam to. Yeah, she really does. People. I do. Yeah. I do. I jam to <laughs> KP. Um, so speaking of, you brought you're from Fresno, and I know we've talked about this a little bit before. When you go home, you're kind of like a little hometown hero, kind of, yeah, you yeah. know? What's it like going home? And I know, and kind of talk about, you just performed at the Fresno Grizzly, Grizzlies game. Yeah. So can you just talk about what it's like going home and that whole experience? Home is cool. It's always good. You know, there's no place like home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, I got a lot of love. People show me a lot of love out there and got a lot of support. 
you know, it, it's crazy to see that you coming from your hometown and you get love. You know, most people leave and they just like forget the town. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm on to bigger and better. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in LA or whether you're in my wherever you are. You know, most people just be like, I left it behind. But for me, Fresno is so pivotal to who I am that I can't just forget about my city. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know I had to leave to further my career and and become bigger and with my brand and what I want to do. You know, because there's not really a scene out there. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot of talented musicians, but there's not like like there's no industry out there. Yeah, you yeah. feel what I'm saying? So for me. Showing love to my city is just, it's everything to me. You know what I mean? And going back and performing at the Grizzlies game, it's like, yo, I remember performing in garages, you know, in Fresno. You know what I mean? And performing in front of three people. Now I'm performing in front of thousands. You feel what I'm saying? And they support me. You know, it's like, it's it's no negativity. Of course, you know, you you have haters and whatever Mm. you do. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't even focus on that aspect of it. I focus on my supporters more than anything, you know, because they're the ones that keep me going. They're the ones that, you know, that, that keep that fire going inside of me and and that inspiration going you know yeah so how did you get hooked up with the performing at the grizzlies game and you know what would you perform before the game or yeah i performed actually like after the seventh inning stretch okay so right after taking me out to the ball game you know prime time Uh, yeah prime time (laughs) yeah it was like performing on the field and you know uh actually my bro miles harris you know shout out to my bro miles um you know, he helped work with me on this mixtape that you have, the CD. You know, we kind of put that together ourselves and kind of helped me relaunch my brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, yeah, he was like, yo, bro, I got an opportunity. You know, the Grizzlies, one of his boys, they reached out and was like, yo, perform. And, you know, for me, it's like they have a Grizzlies fest out there with my boy Fashan. Um, they do like, they rent out the, basically rent out the stadium. They do like a concert, but nobody's ever performed during the game you know what I mean so that's so, pretty crazy yeah it was kind of mind blowing it was kind of surreal like having the mic at that moment I never get nervous you know what yeah. I mean but like having the mic at that moment before like they're like you're on in three, two, one. I'm like oh <laughs> shit like oh crap like it's real you know what I mean it's yeah. real so it was fun though you know I had a good time and just seeing people rock out with me and signing autographs like I signed like 200 autographs that's what I was gonna bring up you, yeah. you signed a lot of autographs and didn't you sign? Is this signing someone's yeah, phone? Yeah, I signed somebody's freaking <laughs> phone. Like, it's crazy. That is nuts. I signed four iPhone 6s pluses. Like, I'm like, yo, like, do you really want me to? How about I sign the case? Like, nah, nah, sign my phone. I'm like, wow. oh, shit. Like, was that like a major, like, pinch me moment almost when you had people coming up to you asking you to, like, sign their leg? Yeah, it was kind of, it was just humbling more than anything. You know, yeah. it was like, it was a blessing because it just kind of set reality into being real for me at that moment. You know, it's like, yo, this is real. Like, this is just the beginning. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I could be signing 2,000, 10,000 autographs, and I'm the type of guy that will sign every single one. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, I, was, I was actually just about to say, I feel like you would never stop. I would never say never no. Stop. Yeah. yeah, I would sign them all. For me, it's like, you know, I know what it's like to to be that kid wanting or to look up to somebody or, or be a fan of something mm-hmm. and for them to say no to you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that can kill a kid's dream. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And for me... There's times where you can't sign every single one. You know what I mean? Just due to certain situations, you yeah. might. But in my power, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure everybody feels like, you know what I mean? That they get my love, you know? That's why I love you, KP. <laughs> such, a, such a nice person. Um, okay, so let's talk. We were talking about this a little bit before we went on air. You went on tour overseas? Yeah, I was in Armenia. Okay, yeah. talk, let's talk about that. It was cool, man. It was a lot of love. You know what I mean? Like... A lot of those kids, it was crazy because, like, a lot of kids there and a lot of, even a lot of adults, like, 
when you go out there, they see you like you got tattoos, you know, you like you got some swag. They're, they think you're automatically like a rap superstar. <laughs> you feel? Because they don't see that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some of those kids have never seen a like a black man before. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They're looking at you. They're like they're touching your skin. Like is this real? Like <laughs> like it was like a crazy moment. You know what I yeah. mean? But it was a lot of love out there. You know, all love. Like just good vibes. People were very open to the music. Um. I went out there, I got to play drums out there, and I got to perform. So it was like, I played drums for this girl named Emmy, who's like a superstar out there. She's like Lady Gaga, Beyonce out there, you wow. know? So, and I got to perform with her, too. So it was it was dope. How you know? did how did you get connected with that? And when, what, what age were you when you were doing uh, that? This was, I was 21. Okay. 22. Actually, 22. Yeah, I was 22 years old. And how did you get set up with her? Um, my my big homie Lamel, you know <laughs> Lamel Humes. He's he's a big producer from like you know back in the day, eighties and nineties. He was a huge producer. He um he got me the gig. You know he was like, yo, you want to go to Armenia? He was like, yo, I got a chance for you to come perform, come play, like make some money. You know, so it was cool. I made money. And know? how long were you there? For almost a month. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. And I performed at the legendary Opera House. Wow. I performed in front of the first lady of the country. Yeah, so that was kind of like that's pretty nuts. Yeah, it was crazy you know like crazy crazy so you did that overseas what other things have you you know careerized obviously you've done the mixtape let's talk a little bit about the process of once you decided that you wanted to be a singer what have you done up until this point to lead to obviously your new single coming out consistently grow like that's the key like just growing in every aspect of my art you know what i mean whether it's songwriting whether it's singing whether it's interview process, like I practice all this stuff on a daily basis, you know, like me and my performance coach, we're in the, we're in the trenches, we're grinding, like we're sitting here doing these mock interviews, we're sitting here doing, um, you know, just get show ready, getting getting just getting everything right, you know, it takes a lot of discipline, you feel what I'm saying, and yeah. staying disciplined, I feel like is what's taking me to that next level in my career, day by day, month by month, year by year, you know, just that consistency of discipline, like. That's key for me, you know? Yeah, and I, I feel like, too, with this industry, I feel like anything's kind of hard because a lot of people are wanting to do these things. What is it that that keeps you, you know, just motivated and not... Because I'm sure sometimes, you know, I know even with, like, with what I want to do, it's you. So, sometimes you get a little bit of doubt in your head. And yeah, yeah. You know, how do you get through that and keep pushing and keep, you know, growing, like you said? Keeping God first. For me, you know, keeping God first and... That's, like, number one for me, you know, and always remembering what I'm doing this for. You know, a lot of people get selfish and caught up into the glitz and glam. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be famous. It's good, but, like, keeping the music, number one for me, is what keeps me grounded and keeps me going to that next level. You know, not letting my ego overtake the the music. Yeah. You know? That is, that's very important. I feel like yeah, it's easy to get caught up. Yeah. You know? you, you get, people just, they get one little thing and then they go, oh, I made it, or... And they forget why they're doing it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And for me, it's like, I'm doing this because I love music. And I want to change people's lives through my music. You know, I feel like my story can relate to a lot of people's stories, you know? Yeah. And you have a really great, like, social media following, which is awesome. And so let's actually talk a, a little bit about your music video. Because that was shared like crazy. Paul Abdul yeah. tweeted it. Eve, Eve posted it. Yeah. How nuts was that for you? Um, getting a call from your mother when you're asleep at like 6 a.m. telling you like you know, like Eve just shared your stuff and I'm like, oh shoot, like that's crazy. Like you know, those are icons. You know, she's a yeah. rap icon. Paula's just an overall just icon. You know, she's been here for 30 plus, 20 plus years. You know, so 
that was just, you know, it was a blessing more than anything, you know? That was the key for me. Just like, yo, this showed me exactly again, like, how real it is, you know? Yeah. Just love. Let's me know I'm doing the right thing, you know? And we're talking about his music video, What You Know. And that's actually the song that was playing. So you should definitely check it out if you haven't yet already. Um, talk a little bit about what it was like making that music video. It was so, it was actually so easy because it was so real. You know, like, it was just, the song's about me becoming, right before I came here in December, I was in the Fresno. I was really struggling, you know? like sleeping in my studio you feel what I'm saying like in an office building you know and like taking a shower in a bathroom sink every day you feel what I'm saying for months chasing my dream you know just not giving up and I wrote that song just about that experience you know and just being real what is the word I want to use um kind of being open about myself you know and being vulnerable to mm -hmm. my fans letting them see like what it's really like 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 I said no glitz and glam like just raw and uncut in, in the video we shot that in like 45 minutes it's crazy. Just like, she just like relive the situation. And that was easy for me. You know what I mean? It was kind of hard at the same time because yeah. it was just like, yo, I went through so much, you know, so much blood, sweat, tears just to get to L back to LA and get to where we are now. It was just like, so it's kind of just, I don't know, it's kind of hard at the same time, but it was, it was real natural, real easy. How rewarding is it for you when you, you know, you said you were vul vulnerable in this video and in the song. How rewarding is it when you see how much it's getting shared and how much love it's getting? It's the key, you know, that's the key. Just, like, people appreciate your story, you know what I mean? And it makes it that much better to know that people appreciate what you've gone through and for people to tell them that that situation, this song is helping them get through what they're going through, you know what I mean? Yeah. That in itself, for me, is, like, mission accomplished. It doesn't matter about views, shares. Just somebody telling me my song helped them get through their everyday life where they've been through that before, you feel what I'm saying? Is like, key. As long as you can just, key. like, even if it's just, like, one person, as long as you're reaching that person. One person can... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like That's I accomplished something. Yeah. yeah. So you talked to about, you know, how you every day you're practicing and trying to grow. What would you say? Can you give us maybe like a a step by step of what your normal day is? Well, besides work, you know, working working a 12-hour every day. You, you know about that. <laughs> we yeah, know we know about that. Shift. Yeah. <laughs> working a 12-hour shift, um trying to sleep 3 hours a day, 4 hours a day max. Um go to rehearsals, you know, 2 hours a day. With my performance coach, we go rehearse then studio sessions. So it's like, I just live the life on the go. You know what I mean? It's like, I sleep here and there, drink as much coffee as I can. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you need. Yeah, drink as much coffee as I can and, and just go. You know, I never really find time to just rest. You know, it's just a constant grind. Everything in my life is a grind. Yeah. It's never really like no chill. I don't go to clubs. I don't party. You know, the most I'll do is, you know, get a, get some Hennessy or something, you know, and just <laughs> chill, you know? But like, yeah. I kind of just like being in the studio. Yeah. Like, that's my key right now is focus. I'll do all that other stuff when I'm set in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you talk, you have a performance coach. Explain what he, what he does to help you. He just helps me just get my, my, my show tight, you know, get my performance tight, get my, uh, my, my, my media tight for, for interviews. This keeps me right. You feel what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, it's like if you play sports, do you play sports at all? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So imagine what your coach <laughs> is doing in sports, same aspect. Okay. So basically we'll, we'll just get up, we'll do vocal exercises teaches me stage posture, microphone posture, uh, stage etiquette. Just make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? And he's real hard on me. Like, you know, he's real hard. He's not no slouch. Yeah. But we have a good time at it, you know, and he's very, I'm open to destructive criticism. So it makes the process even much more better because he's able to do what he has to do without me taking nothing personal ever. Yeah. You know and, how, and how long have you been working with him? And do you, would you say that since you started working with him, you've seen some like big oh, improvement? My confidence with you? is like through the roof. Like 
now I, I know what to do on the stage yeah. I know how to command the audience I know how to keep the show lit I know how to keep the energy there like I was just up there performing just trying to be you know just trying to be a cute dude you know and yeah. you know like just relying on swag and good looks you feel what I'm saying more yeah. than anything like I was just performing to perform I didn't really have no purpose on stage. It was just like, yo, I'm gonna get some ladies' mm -hmm. attention. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Get the girls to scream. That's all I, that was my goal. And it was like, with him, he's like, it's bigger than that. You gotta leave a mark. You gotta, anybody could walk on stage back and forth for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. But can you put a show on? You know, like, and for, for me, that was the key. With him, he's, he's helped me put my show together. Help, so, helping me just be tight. I'm so yeah. He he has it. He has so it together, so you've yeah. definitely seen some some oh, yeah. big big steps since working with yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. And so you're talking about kind of when you perform and how it's so important to you know like give a show compared to just you know standing up there performing. What do you do? Is do you have any like routines or anything that you do before going on to perform? Like how do you get in that mindset? I just black out everything going around going on around me. You know, and and I pray before anything. You know and just block out everything you know i put my my gold glasses on and just kind of just i don't see nothing i just see the stage just get you know in the zone I mean? just get in the zone yeah i just get in that i find that space and stay in it you know what i mean yeah turn my phone off do everything just like really get in that zone and and that kind of helps me stay prepared and so my next question i feel like i might know the answer to it just because we just talked about the grizzlies performance um, so I guess maybe besides that one, do you have one performance that you've done that just has, you just feel like it's your favorite one you've performed or the coolest experience, whether the crowd was just amazing or you just thought you really killed it? I think the Grizzlies was like that one, but mm -hmm. I also performed at the Save Mart Center. That, and it's, that's like a, it's like the biggest college basketball arena in the West Coast. You know, it's in, it's in Fresno too. Um, I performed there at the boxing fight. Wow. Um, last December, and that was sold out. It was like thirteen, fourteen thousand people, and I performed in the ring before the fight. So that was kind of like cool, you know. That That's was like awesome. more of a cool thing, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. That was dope. That is awesome. Would okay. So before I we're gonna talk, I want to talk more about your single because that's obviously very important and yeah, it's coming yeah. out soon. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. But I just want to ask you, what would you say the qualities in you as a person that has helped you? you know stay strong in this industry and get you to where you are now what do you think are like qualities that you have that are very important in this industry to have you know personality as far as being humble you know being focused and i feel like god is like very important in my life you know like just keep keeping him first has really been the key for me so like more than anything you know keep my spiritual life intact yeah, and you that know. just helps everything else. Helps, kind yeah, of. it keeps me balanced. You yeah, because I do. I'm a, I do a lot of things I shouldn't do. You found just like any other <laughs> human. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do a lot of things does. I shouldn't do, but like keeping my faith alive just keeps me balanced. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's really the key for me. You know, just not forgetting, like I said, why I'm why I'm here. I'm out here to party. I'm not in LA to do none of that. I'm in yeah. LA to be focused and you know have a career. So for get me, those dreams coming true. Yeah, exactly. So that for me, that's just that helps me stay focused. Yeah. You know? All right. So let's dive in. A little deeper with the single coming out so it's bbh, BBH. october 7th yeah, i'm october so 7th. pumped yeah. i can't wait so this was produced by brody brown who you talked about a little earlier which he has a crazy track record yeah, like I mean. awesome <laughs> he did grenade fu yes, yeah i see you driving around yeah. town hey, uh, one of my hey. favorites great song young wild and free and he did bruno's album mm -hmm. so you said that he reached out to you on instagram yeah so what 
after that, what was like the initial conversation that went down? It was just honestly like, hit me, bro. And you're like, okay. All right, cool. And just called them <laughs> and then he's like, yo, I got an idea. You know, because me and Brody been working together for 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, before he even had his big blow up, you know what I mean? Like, I was spending night at his house sometimes, kicking with him um, when he was still in the come up. You know, when he was at my come up, mm -hmm. you know, and now he's successful and he kept it real. You know, he, he stayed down and he just stayed who he is. You know, a lot of people let the fame and the money take control of them. They forget who they are. You feel what I'm saying? And he stayed humble and everything he's ever told me that he would help me with or everything he told me that he, he would be a part of. He's been a man of his word, you know. So for me, it was just like, yo, he just finished Bruno and now like we're getting in. And, you it's know, crazy. so just coming off that whole hiatus and that energy of that type of session, you know, with Bruno. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, that's all you got to say is that name, you know? So was the experience working with him just incredible? It's always fun. We just have fun. We we turn up at the studio, you know? It's just a fun turn up, honestly. Yeah. We get a little Hennessy, you know, and we just BS. You know, we, we don't, there's no egos. Yeah. It's just like the music is the key. There's no, he's he's a superstar producer, but he's not like, yo, you got to do it this way. He's like, yo, KP, be you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do you, like give the world you. I'm gonna bring the music. I'm gonna make sure the record is solid, but just do you. Like I'm not gonna box you in and tell you what to do. We're, we're in the studio because we both know what to do. Yeah. And it's a respect for each other's craft. You feel what I'm saying? And that's the key. We just have fun. Like we're yeah. not in there. Like we gotta make a hit song. Yeah. It's like it's gonna come. If the vibe is right. Yeah. We're in it. You know we're chilling. Can't we're not, force it. Yeah. You yeah. can't force the process. Just have fun with it. You know what yeah. I mean? And, so what kind of? Can you give a little like teaser of what what kind of song would you describe this? Is this like a, you know, more of a like. A club banger. Okay. It's the party banger. It's the That's club banger. The perfect description yeah. I was looking for. It's the one you put the last song on the club and people just want to turn up and just have fun. That one's that one. Awesome. And this is maybe a weird question, but I'm kind of out of the loop on like the music industry. What like why October seventh? Is there any significance to it? It or, is. Okay. What's what's the significance? The number here? seven, you know, for me in the Bible is the number of completion. You feel what I'm saying? So my EP will have seven songs because this is completion for me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. This is my completion point in life. Like, this single is everything I've dreamed of in my career. It's everything I've been working hard for at this point since 2010 to get through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. those, those sleeping at the studio to coming out here to grinding these days. This is everything I've been waiting for this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just seven. I'm rolling with the sevens. You know what well, I mean? Well, I'm really glad I asked about the seven because yeah. it, it does have a significance. So that's awesome. So October 7th. And where where are you going to like... Are you going to... Apple Music. Apple Music. Spotify. Um, iTunes. So everywhere. Everywhere. Amazon. Everywhere. You can get music at Google Play. Everywhere. Awesome. So everyone... Keep an eye out on October seventh. Keep an eye out, guys. Because I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I can't wait to jam <laughs> out to it. We'll listen to it at work and just be dancing everywhere. Is there anything else that you wanna you wanna touch on or or say to the people watching? People, please support. You know, follow me. I follow back. You know, don't hesitate to say hi. I'll say hi back. You know, um, I appreciate all my supporters. I do have appreciate Abby. You know, oh. for um having me here in Buzz TV. After Buzz TV, oh. and um, <laughs> you know, just watch me. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be good. I know I'm gonna make it. Humbly saying that, and you know, just follow me on this journey because it's a journey, and it's definitely. I would encourage people who are chasing success, you know, to just stay focused, stay grounded, um, stay humble, and um, stay driven. You know, it's a lot of things going on in this world, a lot of craziness, a lot of pandemonium and mayhem, and it's easy to get caught in the shuffle. 
But um, my, my advice is just, you know, keep good people around you. Keep positive vibes. Protect your aura because that's very key. And, you know, just stay disciplined. And, you know, anything you want to do in life, you can do it, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm very confident. He When he said he's going to make it, he is. Because I, I see how hard you work, and it's awesome. And that's why I love that I was able to bring you in and interview you. Yeah, I'm so and, happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun. And I love seeing my friends doing what they love. And you are so good at it so i'm excited for you so i guess that'll wrap it up yeah yeah for the concert <laughs> experience everyone um thank you so much kp yeah, for course. being here where again can they find you on social media uh instagram is kp2global twitter kp2global and facebook kp page Please. and i've been your host abby vega you can find me on twitter and on instagram at underscore abby vega and remember october 7th bbh bbh global get it, get global, it. global 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 bye everyone from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.